is the Modern Conservative Podcast with John Harvey. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything else in between. My name is John Harvey. I am the host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. You can look me up on 45 platforms such as iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and many, many more. I also can be found on tmcpnation.com, tmcpnation.com, which is probably an easier way to listen to the podcast and uh, maybe pick up some merch if you care to. We would all appreciate it. It helps support the program and the things that we do. Um, Man, I want to talk about something that uh, I knew was coming, but uh, I just didn't think it was coming through Kevin McCarthy. And that is the the impeachment inquiry of uh, Joe Biden, which is kind of funny to me. And here's why. I don't understand after all these hearings we're having, now we have to have an inquiry. What the hell is all the other hearings for through the Judiciary Committee and the Oversight Committee? What are those hearings for? Those hearings should have been enough to start the process of of an impeachment. You know, and that's the problem with the Republican Party for many, many years. And this is why a lot of us have a lot of disdain for that Republican Party. The Republicans always do show, 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 show. That's all they do. They have hearings and committees and subcommittees that absolutely yield nothing. You would think we had a committee on, for example, Afghanistan. It's gone. Haven't heard shit about it. You would think we'd have an inquiry on what's going on at the border. Let's move on to something else. Now it is Hunter Biden. How long is this going to last? I mean, these guys are only in office for two years. They've wasted so much time with all these hearings and these investigations that yield a lot of evidence, a lot of evidence against Joe Biden. So my point is, why are we having an inquiry? It makes no sense to me. And this is why I've always said the power, um, power protects power. So they're going to have this inquiry rather than having an impeachment because they can get the impeachment done a lot quicker. This inquiry can last, what, a year. Half of the Republicans can be out of office by then. And then that means that that investigation or the inquiry is dead in the water. You run it for so long and you use, lose the power of the House, you don't control the committees anymore. Everything just disappears if the Democrats ever become the powerhouse in the in the Congress. So my question is, what's the point of these hearings? If you cannot have these hearings and get them done expeditiously, where we have some results that the people can actually see, what's the, you're just blowing smoke up America's ass. That's literally what you're doing, just blowing smoke up your constituents' ass. You want to give a good show as if you're trying to do something. Well, if you're really trying to do something, have the impeachment. It didn't take them long to to impeach Donald Trump twice in two years. It didn't take them long. The Democrats, when they want something done, it gets done. But the Republicans, they drag ass and give us a bunch of explanations. Well, 
we were going after him tooth and nail. We were trying to bury Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, but we lost control of the House. You lost control of the House because America was tired of seeing you wasting our time with these committees that went nowhere. These hearings that go nowhere. No one has been persecuted at all. We've got 16 people being prosecuted in Georgia, and they can get that done rather quickly. 16 people, yet we can't indict one president's son. We can't issue subpoenas to the president's son. We can't issue subpoenas to those that we really need to talk to when it comes to Hunter Biden. It's just amazing how we can't, 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 can't do something, but the Democrats seem to can, 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 and will do something when they want it. It just amazes me with the Republican Party. I'm so sick and damn tired of these Republicans telling us they can't do something, but yet they think we're completely stupid when we've seen the Democrats do it for the past six, seven years. When they have power or they don't have power, they still get their agenda, maybe not completely done, but they will get a lot of what they want. And I'm so so sick and tired of the American people believing everything these Republicans tell you. That is a lot of the problem that we have in this particular party. I myself don't really consider consider myself a Republican. Though in my state, you have to vote Republican because being a conservative is not an option for as voting. Maybe someday that'll change here. I don't know. But here in Utah, you're stuck with what you have. But it doesn't mean I can't speak out against the party. I see it on the SEC of the Republican Party in Utah. But we got to stop doing business the same way that we've always been doing business because we're going to keep getting the same old dry hump. That's what we're going to get. They're going to keep dry humping us and, and to the point where we're absolutely comfortable with it and you just ignore what goes on. I'm so sick of it. I'm so tired of it. And, you know, people said to me, if you're so tired of what you run for, why don't you run for office? Well, that takes money. And in Utah, if you don't play the game right in Utah, you don't get the money. Because in Utah, certain elements of the political realm here that have all the money are more like the Romneyites, the Spencer Cox type, the Deidre Henderson type. That money does not come to guys like me. That has to be done by the people. The people who truly believe in what I slash AKA we stand for. That's the problem in this state. And they'll always have the power because the people don't try to, you don't need to rise up in, in, to control your country or get your country back. You just need to contribute. You just need to contribute to good quality people. 
right now pol politics is a cash cow for those in office. It is an absolute cash cow. Look, I commend those representatives that are standing up telling Kevin McCarthy, you need to start doing something or else we're going to vacate your seat. We're going to vote on a vacate. I, I applaud those guys. Every single one of them, I applaud them. They had an agreement when McCarthy finally got the votes he needed to become Speaker of the House. And here we are eight months later. We, have, we don't have one subpoena issued for Hunter Biden to show his face up in front of Congress. They always talk about the power of the purse, the power of the purse, the power of the purse. Hell, we just seen about six months ago, the power of, per the, of the purse was used to push the Democrats' continual resolution. And yet, we control the Senate, the House. And what they assume that half of America is not paying attention. And which is, you know what? And that assumption is absolutely correct. Half of America really doesn't know, really don't know how they are getting screwed. We have Hawaii, for example, needing a lot of money right now. There's no way in hell we should be having the discussion in our next budget on how much money we are going to send Ukraine. At this point in time, we should not be having that discussion. Because our own people in Hawaii and parts of this country could utilize that money to repair or replace the poverty that they're living in at this point. We just don't, we Americans don't really care. We always talk a good game, but nobody wants to stand up and show their faces. Yes, a lot of people are afraid now because of the January 6th. Everybody's in fear because they fear that the government would come after them if they stand up for their rights. Hell, you won't have any rights if you keep sitting on your asses. You won't have any rights. That's the whole point of the January insurrection, persecution of innocent people. Because in your mind, you're saying to yourself, well, if it can happen to them, it can happen to me. Well, that prosecution is designed for that reason. It's kind of like wearing that M-A-S-K-I-N-G thing. That was to see how many of you would comply to something that was unlawful because you were afraid or cowardice in your manner of not fighting back. Joe Biden in, is, has to go. He needs to go. 
There is no if and buts about it. 61% of Americans are, are saying the same exact thing. We all know he is incognitive of, to, of what's going on. We know that. My only problem is with the Republican Party, when Trump was in office, the Democrats were constantly talking about trying to implement the 25th Amendment. They tried everything to get rid of that man. Yes, all the way down to the cheating. They tried everything they could to get rid of that man before his term was up. That was his first four years. But and but that and that was the Democrats and probably most likely privately some Republicans as well. We should find out who those Republicans are and vote them on the office. But here's the problem. For every one of us that don't like that particular Republican for not standing with President Trump, there's three of them that enjoy that particular Republican, including Democrats. See, this is why the Democrats like Chris Christie, for example. The Democrats are not stupid. Okay, let me back up for a second. In a lot of cases, they are stupid. But when it comes to being nefarious in politics, they're geniuses. They're geniuses. If there's a chess game between the Republicans and the Democrats, the Democrats play, play the long game. That's why they would win in a game of chess. They played the long game. Republicans are retroactive, not proactive. And this is why the last election was so close when it came to the House and the Senate. Everybody kept saying, oh, it's going to be a red wave. It's going to be a red wave. I kept telling people, there's no, there's no red wave coming, people. It is not coming. And let me tell you why. Because you plan the game with the Democrats. They may, they may lose, but they won't lose by much. They lose just enough when it's time for them to play the game again. It's easier for them to recover. So they, we won the House by four votes. We control the House by four votes. Next year, if the Dems can flip five seats, they're back in power. They're back in power. This is how close this game is. And it is a game. So this is why I say when you vote this year, those of you that don't vote, you guys are you truck drivers that are on the road or what have you, do everything you can to vote. You moms out there, do everything you can to vote. You youngsters out there, do everything you can to vote because if you truly believe in conservatism, there's three other people believe in socialism. See, there's more people believe we need to get up and work every day and earn our way. But there's three people out there that believe that they should get up every morning and enjoy the day off of us trying to earn our way. See, there's a lot of people out there who want the free system. Free is not free, America. Free is not free. 
And the most expensive thing you could give up in this country is your freedom and your liberty. You don't know it now, but it can cost you everything, literally. It can cost you everything. Because in a socialist society, you don't own a lot. In a communist society, you own nothing. You have to learn these lessons. You have to look at your children. And you have to say to yourself, it's no longer about me. It's no longer about my next 15 years or 20 years on this planet. You think about something really quick. These politicians, Republicans, and Democrats, you think about something. They're putting your child in harm's way because of the national deficit. Because as they get older, tax hikes will keep going up, going up, going up, and going up. The politician will say they're doing it to bring down the deficit. When actually all you have to do is stop spending for three years. Put on a spending freeze. No more money going to Ukraine. No more money going to the border. No more money going to countries unless there's a national crisis. And a national crisis is not determined by one individual. That crisis has to have some basis to it. It's just like the governor in New Mexico who decided that it was a state emergency to stomp on the Second Amendment. See, that shit needs to stop. One person should not be able to say, this is a national crisis and I'm going to take away your rights. And that's literally what happened. For 30 days, she's banned carrying guns. Now, I will say the attorney general says, who is a Democrat, said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight this lawsuit. Several sheriff sheriffs in that state said, we're not gonna enforce that because it's obviously unconstitutional. But I watched her in an interview and she said it needs to be challenged. We'll never know unless we need to challenge it. Well, dumbass, how about this? If you can read and you're she's a lawyer, if you can read. You don't need to challenge it because it says it right there in the Constitution. Shall not be infringed upon. How much clarity do you need? How much clarity do you need? So it's got to stop with us. We can't just let them keep doing what they're doing and we think one day they're going to wake up in the morning and have a soft heart says, hey, why did I do that? Let's go back and rescind some of the bills I passed, some of the laws I voted for. That's not going to happen. Because once that game's in play, it's in play. And you're stuck with it. The whole point of being we the people is to stop a lot of the crap that's going on so it doesn't affect us. But it seems like we Americans have not caught on to that yet. We'd rather go ride our jet skis or our four-wheelers or our side-by-sides, go shoot our guns. Hey, I love that, too. But the last one I just told you about, they're trying to take that fun away from you. And if you don't believe they will, because I'm telling you this right now, and remember this conversation, 
One day they're going to say to hell with the Supreme Court. We don't care what the Supreme Court says. This is our state. And governors that have that mindset, and if you have a federal government that has that mindset as well, it will happen. It would happen. State and federal jurisdiction will start working together to squash your rights. And it's coming to a boot near you. It's coming. You best believe it's coming. You know the old adage, same things that make you laugh, same things that make you cry. Get ready because it's coming. And they've shown you, they've shown you time and time and time again what their intentions really are. They don't hide it. The only one that hide how big of a dirtbag they are are the Republicans. The Democrats, they show their hand. And then they dare you, they dare you to try to stop them. How do you think they got away with COVID? They did what they want. We all knew what they were doing. But half of the country still complied. Even the people that complied knew. A lot of the people that were complying knew that the government was out of bounds. But they still comply. You know why? Because they're cowards. They worry about repercussion. They don't worry about, you know, is this a test? They don't worry about, you know, their health. They just did it. They just did it. And furthermore, they did it to their children as well. You know, during the past three, four years, you always hear about the mama bears, mama bears, mama bears, mama bears. Well, there's a lot of mama bears out there to put their cubs at risk. And now when some of these cubs are not doing so well, they don't revert back to, hey, I gave him the ouchie. Could this be part of it? Their mind never goes there. It never goes there because then that means they're complicit in the demise of their child's health. And they don't want to face that because people like us who did not take the ouchie, we're not having the same problems. So they won't tell you anything about any side effects at all. Not at all. It's all kept in the dark and it's private. And that's the sad thing about it because, you know, they just came out with the new, um, the, uh, that medical institution up there, the big one with the three letters, three letter acronym um, starts the C. Um, they just approved another round. Six months and up should be taken or recommended to take this ouchie. Six months and up. People, you have an immune system. Yes, it does not work for every and all things, but you have one. Sometimes you need to stop being a coward and just ch test it out every once in a while. The one good thing about the vaccines, it did kill the flu. The flu is completely gone. 
That's one good thing about it. It did kill the flu. Lord knows it's a miracle. Maybe that's one of the side effects, too, <laughs> for the flu. Poor bastard. Didn't see that one coming, did you, Mr. Flu? <laughs> they snuck up on you, too. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, don't worry. Don't worry. Your cousin is still around. It looks like your cousin is going to be around. Well, your murderer is going to be around for a long time. Long time. But we'll see. But back to politics. So, but the thing is, with this federal government we have in office right now, it, it's got to, I mean, both sides, it's got to change. It's got to, I mean, I wish you could take the federal government today and just tear it down and rebuild. I, I mean, that would be an ideal thought. That would be a fantastic dream come true. But obviously, you know, that's not going to happen. Because. There's no such thing as term limits. You know, the politicians that don't vote for term limits tells you will tell you this. Well, that's actually up to the public, our constituents. So we don't really need term limits. Well, you dumb. Well, they know half the people don't vet them. Look at Romney, for example, in my state. Who is, I understand, is not running again, which I already knew that because the word is here in Utah that, uh, He's not running because he's got another puppet running in his place. And, you know, I've heard the rumors from insiders who that puppet is, and it's a female. As a matter of fact, he said he'll put up to 10 to $20 million of his personal money. This is hearsay, usually from a good source, if he can put a woman in place. They could find a moderate woman to run in his shoes, replace him. He will put up a lot of money himself. So basically, Utah is still screwed again if this person was winning. I mean, hell, even on the representative side, we're screwed. The Chris Stewart replacement, we're screwed either way. We are actually screwed. And when I tell you guys we're screwed in Utah, that also means now this is what people don't understand about politics. We're talking about a Utah federal seat, the House of Representatives and the United States Senate. We may be talking about Utah, but this is what a lot of people don't understand. It's kind of funny to me. Though they rep these representatives are from the state of Utah, they actually will affect you as well. You don't understand this and may not know this. They actually affect you as well. Because when their laws are passed on the national side, on the legislature side, it affects the entire country, not just one state. It affects the entire country. So if they vote, if I, we talk about, a, uh, for example, Mitt Romney voting for a bill that we absolutely think is disgusting, it affects you too. And North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, New Orleans, all the other states as well. It doesn't matter where the representative is from. It affects everybody in the country because everything is done based on a vote. Everything is based on a vote. Say if somebody from California 
uh, state senator from California or the House of Representative set forth the bill in Washington, D.C., it affects everybody, even California, because they are U.S. representative. U.S. representative. United States representative, which means the entire 50 states and districts of the United States. So when you hear people talking about a certain senator from a certain state that's on the federal side, it affects everybody in the country. You can never forget that. It affects everyone in the country. So if somebody in California is pushing a gun ban on the federal side, it affects everybody in the country if it comes into law, federal law. Everybody. Wow, this day went by super fast. Super fast. I'm going to have to talk to my... uh timekeeper about that and we have to go another extra two minutes one day ladies and gentlemen you know it's always great to talk to you guys and i want to get out and do more things this year political wise and write some more bills and or help write bills and get new laws implemented in my state and that's what i do a lot of i've been out of the political scene for a while my child my little girl's been having some medical issues and that's keeping me out of the so-called limelight but I'll try to be here twice a week, every week, trying to bring you, uh, you know, 30 minutes of chatter about it, about chatter, but anyway, chattering. Good Lord. But anyway, I want to just tell you guys, enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe. Please participate in your upcoming elections and stay true to who you are. I want you guys to have a great rest of your week. My name is John Harvey, and I'm the host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Love you all. This is the Modern Conservative Podcast with John Harvey.